Are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous? Which is more important? I fuck with what y'all got going on and what y'all represent. You know what I'm saying? We want people to leave greater than they came. We want people to leave with an aha moment. Because black people don't like going to therapy. Right. Y'all made therapy cool. Yeah. And you got an elder on social media talking about relationships. Like, that's not something we see all the time in it. The concept of it, you know what I'm saying, basically address a lot of issues that, you know what I'm saying, our community got. Toxic traits, you know what I'm saying, past trauma. And it ain't shoved down your throat in a, in a you know, politically correct way. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of scrolling. If I can go to Shade Room, I can go to Full Circle TV. Welcome back to another episode of Relationship Goals, the podcast, where our goal is to encourage our listeners to do the work, be able to have those hard conversations, and cultivate healthier relationships. Relationship Goals, the series, is a series created by Full Circle Television, featuring people in romantic, familial, and platonic relationships, opening up about the joys and tests of their relationships as they navigate through life. Now, we all have that friend that looks like they have it all together, right? Well, don't be selfish. Check up on your strong friend. Today, we sit down with Envy, Shay, Marcus, Tyson, Eddie, Louis, Stephanie, and the Ebony's talking about being that strong friend. We got the magic happening. Got a feeling it's great and I'm loving it. Hey, we got the magic happening. Everything that we need, everything that we bake out. The magic's happening. And the feeling is great and it's feeling is great. Girl, the magic happening. Happening. It's happening. I was going back going through my divorce um it was running back and telling my ex-husband everything and i'm like how he finding out this information so on and so forth um and they came back that ed was the one telling him like i felt some type of way because my thing is your loyalty lies with me i'm your best friend like yeah that's my husband and all but i'm your best friend like so, right, at that moment, I'm like, okay, like, I already got trust issues, but having trust issues, now I got some issues with you. Like, mm-hmm. now can I trust you with my confidential information? That's just how I took it. So I did feel some type of way, and I felt like she was wrong for doing that. But in, but when I came to her and asked her about it, she felt like she was doing the right thing. And at the time, like, were we on good? Speaking terms. Yeah, we were. We, we were, were close to that terms. And I don't know, like, a lot of the bad aspects of our friendship is just really a blur to me because I think I try to, like, get over it and move on. But at the time, I guess we were on good speaking terms. Um, he was overseas. And I guess I didn't, I was still trying to adjust to understanding my role as her best friend and his, like, sister-in-law, you know. So, when Ed would come to me in confidence, I didn't see it as, oh, okay, well, this information is null and void to 
her husband i just thought we were like we were family you know and i don't i i just didn't put two and two together like oh, okay well maybe she's not telling him for a reason but i'm like yeah bro like this was sis going through you know what i mean like tell me what to do because you 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 used to being with her every day living with her going through yada 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 like i just i think what my standpoint was i just needed a little more help like a little more advice to support you a little more so i wasn't doing it in a malicious way it was just more so how can i continue to be as best support as she can because you gone you know what i mean she's left here with two babies you know and even though y'all may have been talking this is different being over the phone and actually being physically supportive so um like, yeah, if she think it was a rough patch, I think we was valid, you know? Like, I could see how she could probably think, oh, you being sneaky and your loyalty is all this place and that place. But I'm like, nigga, I'm always going to be your best friend. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think blood can make us any closer. And I knew at the time he was a part of our unit, you know, by marriage. So why not let him know what's going on? And I don't know if she didn't want me to tell him because... You know, he was already going through a lot mentally, like being actively in the service. I can only imagine. But I just needed to know what his advice was, you know, as far as helping her to cope with what she was going through at the time. I definitely blew up. Like, I definitely, like, got on there. Like, because I left my husband. Like, and he was, he would do anything to hurt me because he was hurt. So anything that got back to him, he would use against me. So that's why that's why I was so furious. Like it because it's like no, you can't do this. Like what goes on stays between us. Like you can't give him any more. Like you can't ammo. Like he's gonna use that against me. Like you can't do that. And I didn't know this part. And she didn't know. But see, I'm a very as I'm outspoken, but I'm a very private person when it comes to like relationship. I tell you what I want you to know, and that's just how I am. So, and I, I, I think that you should take it as that and don't ask no questions. So, she took it, I think she did a little too much. And she and I told her about that, like, you're doing too much. Like, you, this is not how it's supposed to go. And what made me forgive her is, I think God poured the whole cup of forgiveness when he was making me. Mm. Um, because I'm a very forgiving person. Too. I pray about it and I let it go. That's just how I am. I've been that way all my life. Like, I prayed about it, and I let it go. I always be like, if she come back around, like, it's meant to be. Like, and that's what it was. Like, she disappeared for a little bit, like she always do. But she came back, and that was that. I never brought it back up. Like, we we took care of that. I think it was me during my dark time, and I was being insensitive to your situation. Ooh, child. Okay, so the one time that I can honestly say, like, we were, like, We've only had one argument in our entire 15 years. It go back to you being insensitive. <laughs> it do. It do. Y'all. So a friend of ours showed me a picture of my just recently ex-boyfriend with one of her friends. And baby, when I say I was appalled, because first of all, my guy used to be like, you dress up all the time. That's getting on my nerves. Like he was starting to nitpick with me for no reason, right? It'll be like, it's like fried chicken. You cook fried chicken. Like, bro, you look like you love fried chicken. What's the problem? You just want to really leave out the house and go see Susie and my corner. Like, don't play with your nails blue. I didn't mean dark blue. Like, it was so crazy. So, when I seen this particular girl, 
I was. My, yo, my fellas was in the toilet. Because, bro, you want to tell me that I dress up too much, but she don't dress up at all. Y'all, she looked good. Like, she looked like, compared to how girly she is and his nitpicking, right? So now I can find her understanding. But that night, oh, she did. I could not. <laughs> the reality was, she really did draw it out, though, y'all. She was livid, and I couldn't understand it. She feel like I drew it out because she didn't understand the mm -hmm. scrutiny that I had been under. Oh, for we did it. For we did it. We did it. Person no. just nitpicking with me, nitpicking, nitpicking, and I'm like, "What you talking about? Like, I am fine. Do you hear me? I like, did. if whatever shade of blue I had, it's mood blue, so it changed four <laughs> different times depending on how I'm feeling. So, but she didn't know this. So I didn't know all those intricate details at the moment into why she was feeling extra. I went to one of her old friends. I just thought she was being extra. I'm like, mm -hmm. like y'all, I'm on the pole. Like, we standing outside. Oh, and we are all inebriated. By the way. <laughs> we are because we just came from a concert. I'm like, she can't be serious. I'm like, I'm looking down the street, and I'm like, this girl doing too much. She losing her rabbit mind. Whoa, oh whatever, right? We all right, pull up. We all get in the car, but then when it dawned on me that our the friend who told showed her the picture had already knew that the person dated that person, you was just holding that in. And I felt some now I feel some kind of way about it. Or whatever. So then in the backseat of Kiki Ken, oh he wasn't this, he wasn't that. And I'm like, first off, shut up. Cause clearly none of y'all even know. And he definitely loved her. Like, they definitely was woo-woo-woo, blah-blah-blah. But then I felt like somebody was being a little shady. And what you ain't going to be is shady to envy. Not when she around you be shady on your own time. <laughs> oh, whatever, right? But then, again, I don't know the details into what they were really going through. So I still felt like envy was doing too much. She was mad, y'all. She was crying. She was talking smack. And I'm in the backseat like... Would you shut up? Literally. <laughs> Would you shut up? I'm like, but you don't get but it. But you don't get it. And I'm like, no, I don't get it. And that's her. And I'm like, no, you're right. I don't get it. But I want you to shut up because you're doing too much. Like, you crying about nothing. Ooh. Ooh, but she said I was crying about nothing. Woo. Woo, baby. She was, on, she, was on, she was on fire, boy. She was on fire. If ever the, the, the saint, the God in her turned to the devil, maybe she grew horns and a tail. Well, it was almost outside of the car. You hear me? Like it was going to be doors open and, and, and girls rolling all down Wisconsin because we was about to go at it. Because how dare you? We talk about the man that I love and he was with this And we had that talk in my room on the bed. Oh, you was that you that really oh, took you off. Okay. Now so again, off. I'm trying to reiterate the reason why I'm so upset. And we're with another friend. She's with me. We're all at Shea House and we're on her bed talking, drinking, and I'm expressing 
how much I love this guy and how much I know that he loves me. But like, why is he picking with me? What's going on? What's happening? I know it must be something else, somebody else in the picture, the distance, whatever. And yo, I'm crying on straight bed. And she's sitting there like, My other friend is now crying because she's like, it's okay, friend. I know you love hard. Like, woo-woo. And Shay is literally sitting there to the point where I look up from crying and she has her glass and it had a cube of ice in it and she's stirring it. Like, she's literally like this. I could have. <laughs> Ooh. I said, that's what I'm talking about. You don't get it unless it's you. Like, don't cry, right? You don't have to cry because my feelings are hurt. But not once did you say, friend, okay, maybe I just didn't understand. Because you don't, you know, you can't cry over something you don't understand. But, yo, when I say she looked at me like, bro, why is you on my bed and crying? Like how I did my agent. <laughs> <laughs> because I had never seen her so weak about nothing. So then to see her weak, sick, again, reminder, I still don't really know her story, but to see her so weak about a whole man, baby, that, that, go back, that threw me for a loop. I was that goes back so to her saying that all of my friends depend on me so much and pulling from me and, and relying on me to be the strong one mm -hmm. that as soon as I show emotion, nobody understands. Like, that's not her. No, <laughs> Why are you... And she, you care? And you sensitive, but like, you are emotionless when it comes to men. <laughs> you are. <laughs> You're such a savage. Hey, classic, bougie, ratchet. Hey, No, so to see her crying about a man, although I knew she loved him, but she loved a couple others before. <laughs> so I was, I was lost. I was flabbergasted, like, by the situation. But then we ended up coming back. to just be like friend listen like I'm sorry I wasn't sensitive I'm sorry I couldn't understand where you were coming from even if I still don't understand right now at this moment I never want to see you hurting like that and then yeah and, then, I'm, and right. then I'm sure we put on red lipstick and whatnot no. right yeah and just with us um being around each other a lot you you just learn through and it's not like us sitting down having therapy sessions either it, it just really came through conversation like you know honestly i didn't know lewis's lewis's mother was a black woman remember i sent you the text yeah. like fam this your real mom and you're like That's dude i'm black you know like it's like don't think i'm black at all right 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 i still but but I saw the picture of your mom. But no, like, and, and I think that, like, just, that just, like, I don't know, just watching each other and talking to each other. And then that just, like, sends the conversation elsewhere. And we just, it's really, how, it's, it's really all about conversation and yeah. communication. That has really been our thing. Because that's really all we have yeah, when yeah. we're together for six hours at a time um, is to just talk. And I'm so random. I either will get up and do a TikTok. That he won't do with me, or he'll start singing, or I'll ask a random ass yes. question about his past or about life right now, and we First just kind of all, go yeah, from there. Five heartbeats, don't make you want to sing. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Here's your moment. Here's your moment. <laughs> you know, certain stuff I knew because um, Steph is a little bit more public than I am, but she's a figure that I guess needs to be public a little bit more so. Um, 
a lot of her real talks was conversations where you needed to, you know, where people opened up about whether or not they were raised on love or not, and I think she would lend herself to that and live herself for an example. Is there stuff that I found out, like, while we were, like, pregnant and just having conversations? Absolutely. And I'm just like, okay. And like, you know what I'm saying? And just take it, take it and be like, okay, now you can see why she got this drive or why she does this because um, growing up, you know, this experience shaped her to make sure she wants to do this or not do this thing. Um, and that's it. And I think that just come up during normal conversation. I feel like it's happening so organically. You know, I'm, it, it, we gear it towards like what we do for business, but you can't talk business the entire time. Once I know what colors and stuff we're going and what stuff we're doing as far as that and the direction we're going in, the rest of the time is just like we're not going to sit in there and not talk. So um, you got to learn about people. I get to say, you know, every once in a while I might say something. She's like, you really did that? And I'd be like, man, never mind. Now, you know, tell me the story. Tell I want all the details. And, and stuff like that. So, um, it's good, but then as you learn, it's then you get to, to, for me at least, when I hear certain stuff, then I can say, like, okay, I can tie that into the, the personality trait that I see right now that's, uh, that's shining in there, and this is why. So I knew he grew up in a religious family. Um, the first time I met his mom, she prayed over me before I walked through the door. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, at first, I was like, damn, you know what I mean? Do I look evil or something? But after a while, I that was just what she did that was who she was you know um so and then just talking to him too um we kind of bonded over that um that uh that that father trauma you know what i mean um my my dad wasn't always there um and then tyson was going through stuff with his father too mm -hmm. at the time when we met so that kind of helped mesh help us mesh a little more um, and then as far as Eddie, um, like I say, when we initially met in high school, I didn't know too much. But when we kind of got back in touch later on in life, um, he let me in a little bit. And I, I did see, you know, he was raised by his, his mom and his aunties and grandma, you know, and, and all of the, his family associated with that. And same, th same thing, kind of father trauma, too. Um, where his father wasn't around and we just kind of, you know, bonded over that type of stuff, even at, when we were like young adults at that point, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, um, that, that was pretty much the extent that I, that I knew, uh, to be honest, I mean, uh, as boys and as men, you don't really pry and ask that type of stuff from your friends. Um, you pretty much just take it as a... Take, right. take what comes yeah, with it. I don't really much ask about backgrounds and whatnot, upbringings. I just kind of, I feel the situation now. When I went to each one of these guys' houses, you could just tell how they were brought up and how well they were brought up. You know, Tyson being a religious family, Marcus being with his mom, you know, and his grandma and aunts. You know, he's got his uncles and whatnot. But it was real similar to my situation as well. You know, like I didn't have my father. Raised by my mom, mostly women in the family, and somewhat religious, so I felt his, you know, what he grew up uh, around, for instance, his as well. And uh, like I said, I was able to feel that without really asking. And then, you know, we would always talk about it, and then it would really confirm my thoughts then, or what I thought. But that was really it. Man, we all was pretty much raised with, with around women, you know, and <laughs> our mothers and stuff raised us so. We all, you know, kind of had that in common, but then, um, I guess, just seeing Mark family, like, the close-knit, you know what I'm saying, like, 
I'm not sure if I'm answering this right or, you know, like, it was just, I just recognized quickly, like, Mark was kind of like the man in the family. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was, not, and I'm not saying like the man, but like, you were like the man. Like, you were the oldest grandchild. Like, you kind of, you was everything. And I just kind of noticed how, like, your grandma and them, how they took you in. And it, I just appreciated the, the close-knit family, something that I didn't really have. Uh, and the same thing for, like, uh, Eddie, going to his grandma's house on the east side. And just being around them and just seeing how, the fan, like y'all was like y'all was real family oriented, whereas me kind of I was kind of doing. My mama was just she was always at church or I was at church. That's all I really knew. Um, but it was like y'all was like real family. Eddie was like you could tell his family had that hustle. Like they was like they just was grinders. You know what I'm saying? Working and doing stuff. Uh, I just kind of picked up on it. Like you said, we didn't really ask questions. Mm -hmm. You just kind of pick up on stuff as you as we went along. We've been friends for so long now. I mean, it's, what's interesting is we had no idea of our upbringings. Mm -hmm. We knew our relationships. We knew our kids. We had no idea how many similarities we had from our upbringing. How crazy is that? We didn't. We literally just over conversations and talking grew to really understand each other, like parenting background, parenting situations. Um, both our moms are in our lives, but you, my mom is super clingy, and Envy's mom is like the India Irie. <laughs> She's such a vibe, like she might be burning some sage, kind of a thing. And my mom is like wild and crazy. She swears she's funnier than Kevin Hart. And so once you see her and know her, you understand very kind of where I do my Zen <laughs> But you understand where Mayama's situation was yeah. or whatever or where I come from. Because we really do have two different relationships with our parent. Like Absolutely. Envy and her mom is like, Okay, baby, peace. Love, love. and soul. <laughs> Swear to God. And me and my mom is like, girl, why are you calling me? Like, get on my face. Get on my face. We attitude, we arguing, we drama. And one day, um, Envy mom car wasn't working or something, and Envy was like so concerned and she was stressing, and I was like, E, why are you stressing your issue? Why I said, are Why are you stressing about your mama's car? Like none of that makes sense. And then she explained something to me that I knew me and my mom don't have that we are lacking, that we need to get better at. And she was like, What you mean? Because I'm going to need to make sure my mama's straight. I'm going to need to make sure my mama can get to work, that she's safe, that she don't got to take too many buses. Woo, woo. And I was like, okay. I get it, E. I'm like, but maybe my lack of understanding is because that's not me and my mom's relationship or whatever. But me and my mama really are working on it, aren't we? I can honestly say me and my mom really are working on being less, volatile I can say towards each other in our relationship as we grow when we get older as we grew though what was interesting is I found out that the reason behind Shay's domesticated type of situation with the kids and the man or whatever stems from our backgrounds um, 
growing up as kids, both our parents struggled with substance abuse, right? And so because she didn't always have something to eat and neither did I, that's where her love for making sure anybody who's anybody will eat. If you come to her house, she's going to make sure hands down. She might make three different meals, but everybody that come is going to eat, right? And so I found out about that from her because of that. Vice versa with me and how she's saying, like, I'm savage or I'm cutthroat. Like, I had a parent who wasn't there for me. So if anybody wanted to be in my space, you had to come and provide something. Like, that's it. That's all. So what I'm requiring from somebody that's in my life where she might be a little softer, I'm like, no, you're going to do this. You're going to do that. You want to talk to me? This is how this is going to lay out. But it all still relies on going back to how we went without anything growing up as children, as adolescents, growing up without having. And that's something when you're bouncing around from house to house. That's something when you're bouncing around from family member to family member. And think, it took us a very long time to even open up to each other to say, hey, I didn't always live with my mom. Hey, mm -hmm. this is what happened. Hey, I was with this family member who might didn't treat me like 100%. And that's just so crazy. So although we had similar upbringings, we both took different, you know, attitudes and avenues of how to survive and what we were going to do. And so it took a while, but eventually it was like, dang, I see exactly why this is the best part of you mm -hmm. or, you know, vice versa. True story. Um, starting at Pearls our freshman year in 2007, um, we had just completely open discussions about who we were, what we struggled with, um, you know, imperfections, insecurities. So... I remember when we would have group sessions, Ed never had a problem with sharing her story because I feel like that's really her mantra. Like, everybody has a story and I'm going to speak on mine because it was given for me for a reason, not to keep to myself, but to encourage others. So I had known her story for about seven years, but it really wasn't until Brielle was born that I started coming around the family and dealing with her family more hands-on. I remember when Brielle was blessed um, at her church home and the pastor was like, oh, can the godmother step up and i'm like that's me you know but I, I i was there with her family we worshiped together you know and as time continued on you know we spent holidays together and birthdays for the kids together um and as far as how i allow that knowledge to help me cope with her i mean i know that mentally we struggle with a whole lot so me studying psychology, being a counselor myself, doing talk therapy, you know, prior to me coming out of my mentally dark place, I studied and I learned different triggers about myself and different mannerisms and behaviors that I display when I'm going through and I don't even in the forefront know that I'm really struggling with something, but just, you know, being introspective and learning, like understanding what I'm doing that's you know, adhering to the fact that I'm kind of going through something mentally, I'll see that in her. And I feel like by me growing up more, I'm becoming more empathetic to others. I'm being more patient with others and more observant and aware. Because even though I am an only child, I know that the world does not revolve around Sadly, the world does not revolve around me. So by us spending so much time together and being as close as we are, when I kind of notice her kind of going off on a tangent or not really sticking to her guns and being a boss babe that I know she has the potential to be, it's a trigger for me. Like, nah, sis got to tighten up, you know? And um, yeah. Yep. And then, like, when we do family functions, like, all the 
nah, since she done told me about her family, I'm like, yeah, if I get it. You know what I mean? So now I'm even not only better to deal with her, but her family as well. And I think that's why her family, like, fuck with me so hard. Because I understand them based on what she has told me about her upbringing. Being her friend, that's when Ev is more, like, a standoff. It's confidential when it comes to her personal life. Um, so being her friend is when I figured out like what type of life she lived and you know me having My experience, you know, I grew up in the system. I you know, I, I've been everything you can name I've been through it. like Listen, we all have a story to tell yeah. and I'm not afraid to tell mine um, But so I knew what to look I knew what she went through like just by it like um you know, growing up and I would see her and her mom and how she would blow up at her mom and then it would be like that's when she would be like I'm like okay is this happening and she'd be like yeah and then she'll elaborate on it and then it's like okay now I'm gonna learn something else you know and that's that's how it has always been with Ed like you have to learn through experience with her like she just she's not just gonna sit here and tell you about her life she, you have to just be her you're gonna be her friend and you're gonna see what she how she was raised. Yeah, because I wasn't really open in person. No, definitely not. I was more so supportive. Yes, yeah, she was definitely more of a supporter in our team group, Pearls. Um, but, like, when you talk to her, you're like, why are you here? Like, all these girls got problems. Like, you riding around, you got a car. I had a car. One of the first of us. <laughs> you got this car. Yeah. Your hair always, like, I mean, my hair be laid, too. But it was just, like, you was the only child. seemed like she lived, like, she had a very good life versus the rest of us who, like, got some problems going on. So, it was just, like... But it, when I became her friend, that's when I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah. Like, I understand. But, like she said, like, my family love Ed. Like, everybody know Ed. Like, she know that I don't have a traditional family. She know that, listen, that's my cousin. <laughs> that's my mama. <laughs> my auntie, my mama. <laughs> but it's like, knowing her family and loving on them from such a pure place in my heart, I have empathy and understanding for everybody. Yes. You know, if that makes sense. You know, I just, I'm not, I've never been a biased person, but just see, learning how to see the good and see how patient and how tolerant you are of your family when I feel like I don't have the patience for that bullshit, it just really helps me to, you know, just love people and accept for them, accept, accept them for yeah. who they are. Anger don't get you nowhere. Mm -mm. Bitterness, oh, no. yeah. Bitterness, none of that. You gotta let it go. You gotta let it go. You gotta learn to live. Mm -hmm. Live. And you know, if you can't change things, continue to be who you are. Serenity player. Yeah. Be the best version of yourself you can be. Wait, I feel like you might be a little can be a little sensitive at times, certain situations. And you know, when that whole situation with uh, the wedding I guess me, I would never took it that way, but the, I'm just, I'm roughneck as hell, and I handled things completely different. I, I felt it was a little sensitive, and that I think probably that's probably why I was real more, a lot of sick, because it was like, damn, bro, like, I just didn't expect that, but I don't know. And, uh, this one's tough for Marcus, because I, I, I don't know, I, I don't this man is doing too well to even criticize, you know what I'm saying? I can't even say shit. <laughs> I ain't doing that damn. No, I'm just playing. But uh, you got you know, you got your right foot forward, and uh, it's kind of hard to... I don't think I can really say much about Marcus, to be honest with you. That's just me. I just... 
amongst all the bros, like, I clicked well with him. I just never felt the need to have to tell him about himself ever, to be honest with you. Sorry, bro. Don't take that the wrong way. I don't don't get sensitive with me, bro. Here, I'm salty already, bro. I already know. Man, if I could say, if I could do one, it'll be for both of y'all. And it'll be, uh, and it ain't necessarily a terrible thing, but just one thing that I, that I just observed over time. And, um, that's, that would be getting to know yourself a lot more before uh, getting involved with somebody or getting in a relationship. That would that would be the one thing that I would tell both of y'all is to, you know what I mean? If you, if you not even saying, like, oh, you got plenty shortcomings, but if you know you got shortcomings on something or you feel or you have, like, common issues with all your people in your past, like, look into that shit, whether it's, like, talking to somebody um, getting help or, you know what I mean, just doing that self-work and taking care of it, that that would be, like, that would be my only thing that I would be able to say to y'all, like, man, you know, if it's one thing that I could critique y'all on, that would be it, you know what I mean, just making sure that you know yourself, you know what I mean, not saying that y'all don't love yourself, but make sure you in love with yourself and you give a motherfucker, uh, Shit, damn near 100% complete project. You know what I mean? Because, shit, a lot of time, all of us, you know what I mean? Shit, I, I'm not perfect, but we we go into situations where we got all this shit on our back. You know what I mean? And then we yeah. try to try to bring all our old shit on our back to our new situation and hash shit out. And then our old shit get mixed in with all that shit, too. You know what I mean? And then... We end up in situations where we're not happy or some other shit going on. So that would be the thing that I would say, like I say to both of y'all, you know what I mean? And I said, I hope don't nobody get pissed off or nothing. No, but I am, bro. Before you start, though, just to, reiter- just to go back to what I said, because I felt real short about that. Um, what I'm basically trying to say is, just don't be so fucking sensitive sometimes, bro. Sometimes <laughs> you just got to, you know, let shit be, you know what I'm saying, man? Don't take shit to the heart. You know, we mean well, you know what I'm saying, dog. You know, I I guess easier said than done. And he ain't, he ain't, he's not soft like right. that. To me, though, hey, hey, sometimes. That, that situation was <laughs> fucked up. You know, like, looking back at it now, that was fucked up. The only thing that he, I would say, that he did, and I don't even want to say wrong, because I don't know how he was feeling. I can't say I did, but... Yo, your word choice was piss poor. Right, and, so and I'm going to pick up your, 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 your word choice could have been a whole lot better for that shit. So but this I, is all staring from that. And you like, pissed off. Man, like, fuck you niggas, man. <laughs> Straight up. You niggas made me feel some type of way y'all thought whatever word y'all was getting. Hey, he might walk it out is out what it is. Like, he might walk out y'all caught them words. Y'all caught them words, bro. <laughs> they, they probably wasn't the best, but <laughs> I was mad. Like... I didn't, I didn't call anybody bitches and shit. Right. I just was like, right. you know, fuck right. y'all. You know, that was just as bad, brother. But, uh, <laughs> so that's that's kind of you being sensitive. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you really being sensitive because I said I was going to find some new friends. Like, bro, you really don't want being sensitive here. No, but uh, I don't know anything I can say. Y'all both doing good in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all doing good. Uh, but I, like, just on some encouragement. Like, y'all not y'all current situations. 
just cause like we think everything is great for Michael. We think everything going good. Like whatever you got going on, you're not your current situation. And three years from now, five years from now, ten years from now, you can look back and you're gonna be a complete different person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna always be moving and just keep going forward. Like whatever you got going on, don't ever give up. Like it don't even matter. You're never who you are right now, you're not gonna be a week from now. You're gonna be somebody else. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna learn something and become somebody else. So just don't ever get stuck in the frame of who I am now is who I'm always gonna be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just keep growing, keep grinding. Uh, never do something just because you feel like you got to. Don't hold yourself to nothing. No job, nothing. Like, if you don't want to be there, move around. Like, because we get comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, feeling like, oh, this is all I can do, or I'm making this amount of money. And you don't really know your hustle or grind until you get rid of what you got going on. Right. And that'll make you be like, damn. Okay, now I got to do this, or I'm going to do what I really want to do. So, whatever y'all got going on, like, you're not your current situation. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to always be better as long as you're breathing. Like, you can always be better. So, that's really it. Y'all already doing great. I think when we grow up, everybody tell you, like, treat people like how you how you want to be treated. Um, and I think that's what step do, which is, I think that's what you do, which is admirable. I think you have to treat people how um, they deserve to be treated. I think sometimes she or you are, um, I think you treat people the way that you're going, that you want yourself to be treated. Or actually, you treat people and expect them to treat you the way that you treat them. And and, and sometimes it's not reality. I don't, and the, the crazy part is, I don't know that I necessarily want you to always change that because that outlook and that perspective on it is so pure, it's so cool. Um, but just, I think, be uh, maybe... Not even receptive. Just, just be understanding. Like this might not be. It's, it may not. It may not happen that way. So when I we talk and I'm like, all right, like, but you know, you know, I think people show people show themselves. Um, just don't, just don't pretend you don't see it when people show themselves to you. The rest of the stuff. I mean, I can't be. I think everybody, as far as anxiety goes, as far as business goes, I don't think you should change that because that's I think what works for you. It's gonna probably give you uh, high blood pressure. <laughs> um, at least working with me, but um, I think you it has worked very well for you thus far. So I don't think you change something that's working. You don't fix it if it's not broke. Um, I wish you would just like take take a chill pill and just know like things are going to work out. You got great customer service and stuff. If if I don't print your stuff on time, but other than that, no, just just understand that um, people don't hold the same same moral compass that you hold. Um, so y'all not y'all may not be going in the same direction. I don't see a lot of faults or a lot of flaws in you. The only one is something that I tell you every day, with or without the cameras, is time management. This is this goes beyond priority. This goes um, beyond just work. It's just mm -hmm. you making sure you take care of you and you prioritize also business. Work, family, and wife. So, you know, you have to, because you don't. Like, Lewis is, you are about your money. You're going to go get that. You know, because your family has to eat at the end of the day. I get that. I understand that. But, your family won't eat if the family not at home. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, just making sure you find balance in that. Listen, uh -huh. 
the only reason why you absolutely do not have what you want in a relationship is because you won't say what you want in a relationship. You are so kind. You are so loving. You are Judy. Do you hear me? <laughs> like, you are one of the cleavers. You are so perfect in that way. But then you get so busy with all these other people who are infatuated with you. And obviously for good reason, right? But until you start saying exactly what you want, you're going to keep getting what you don't want. And there's nothing wrong with saying exactly how you feel and what you want. Because the right person is going to step up. And if they're not, then they're not supposed to be around anyways. And so sometimes I just be wanting to like feed you lines. You try to all the time. You be like, feed you lines on what to say. You be like, what, what, what did you say? And you be like, well, next, time, send that, next time send that to me first. <laughs> so that I can tell you what to say. Like, you are so straightforward when it comes to everything else. Mm -hmm. But who, baby, when it comes to that, like, what she say, you pebbles. I think I Heartbreak. And you don't got to be like that. Look at you. Who are you? Like, why would you be? No. Like, that, that irritates my soul. Because there's somebody more than willing to give you every single thing that you want. It's like how I had to accept, um, Somebody sent me a meme that said you'll be too much for uh, you'll be too much for some people, mm -hmm. but them ain't your people. Mm -hmm. How that fit me? Mm -hmm. Like in life as women, like you have to say what it is, what it ain't, and go for it. So that's my read. <laughs> you are strong. You are very independent. You are the I don't need a man kind of a situation or whatever. Um, but sometimes your strongness comes off as um, manly. And don't no man want no another woman that act like a man because then they could just go deal with a man. Which they have. <laughs> they have. Anywho. <laughs> Trick smile. Anywho. But the reality is, is not to change you, just to sometimes um, soften how you move, which is why you cooking more. You be like, give me the recipe. How I'm going to cook for the man that's supposed to come into my life if you don't tell me the recipe to how you bake that chicken. So is you going to stop <laughs> not telling me? Is you going to start telling me the recipe? You are not always in control of things. Sometimes you have to let things flow. It will be all right. Mm -hmm. I promise you everything will be all right in the end. It may not be. How you want it to be, you're a perfectionist. It may not be perfect, but it's going to be all right. Mm -hmm. But you have to learn that you cannot control everything. Um, I would say your area of improvement is choosing around niggas. <laughs> I just feel like, and it's crazy because I was just thinking about this earlier today. Like, I really feel like you will be a good fit for, like, a really God-fearing man. Like, not somebody who's porny, not somebody who you know, has kind of tampered with homosexual because you know how some churchgoers can get down. <laughs> but just somebody who, yeah. like, has a story to tell as well, but just who is God-fearing, somebody who you can trust who won't walk out on you or step out on you. You know what I mean? Somebody who will truly cherish your children. I feel like you have that, but somebody who just has God at their core. And that's it.
as far as how you conduct business, how you take care of your kids, how you down for everybody in your support system, phenomenal, flying colors. Mm -hmm. But it's, I just feel like it's always them niggas. And I'll be ready to fight, but I'm like, it's who she, you know, decided to deal with. And I love them the same, but I just feel like if you had somebody who could just lead you a little closer to God and like help you to understand that walking by the principles of God is okay. And coming from a man who knows like i ain't gotta have multiple women or i don't have to think outlandishly but just in mind body and spirit values you as a woman of god we got the magic happening got a feeling it's great and i'm loving it hey we got the magic happening relationship goals the podcast is a full circle television production Relationship Goals, the podcast, was recorded in Everyday Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Our audio engineer is Dooch, and our executive producers are Marcus and Kayla Lewis-Allen. Don't forget, if you're only listening to the podcast, there's so much more to see on FullCircleTelevision.com. Log on to experience Relationship Goals, the series, in a whole new way. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Full Circle Television. Peace, y'all.